Oh, I know the word. Assholes. You're listening to TKR. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to TKR, your what? new favorite podcast. Or your old is favorite that, podcast. Is that too bold of an assumption to make? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to do it. Your new fa- This is your new favorite podcast. Uh, my name is there. Riley. I'm TK. He's TK. And we're going to try out a new sort of format today. We got some feedback, some really good feedback on the last couple of episodes. Uh, we, we have a tendency to jump around a lot, <laughs> which, which we, to- we totally know because, you know, that's how our brains work. So, so we're going to do a little different of approach. Uh, week to week, we're going to try out taking turns coming up with new topics. And so we're kind of going to come up with an umbrella topic, and we can kind of discuss anything in that category. Uh, so that's what we're going to try out today. So, and and we'll start with a little bit of small talk just to kind of, you know, give life updates to what's happening in our lives. Yeah. Uh, if anything's changed or anything important needs to be talked about. Um, and then we'll go into our topic. So today's topic is going to be technology. Yeah. This can be tech that we use, upcoming tech, new tech, what we think tech will be like in the future, what kind of gaming tech we use, what kind of stuff we like. Um, we're just going to stick to that as an umbrella topic for today, and we'll see where that takes us. So we'll start with some small talk. How's it going, TK? What's new in your life? I built my couch, finally. Oh, nice. So I ordered a couch on on Wayfair. And it came on Monday. I got really terrified, though. Like, I don't know if you've ever ordered a couch before, but the boxes came so thin, I thought I got scammed. Because they were, like, literally, like, uh, maybe a foot long. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, I was like, there's no way, right? There's no way I paid $800 for a couch that doesn't exist. (laughs) But luckily... They just they just vacuum sealed the cushions and put it underneath all of the bases. So your couch is the box. It's just made <laughs> out of cardboard. Yeah, they just give you the cushions to put it on top. Yeah. <laughs> but it took me like two hours to put it all together because the hooks that are on the bottom of it to like put it together. One of them was like one of them would always be too short or too tall for the others to, for like to hook into. So oh, that's annoying. I know. It's like ah, uh, but I got it all together. It's there. I slept on it last night, and it's comfortable. So, oh, good. Uh, anyways, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited, dude. Oh, October's gonna be such a good month, and November. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Um, oh, fuck, it's October. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, which is crazy. But there's so many good things happening in October. So, like, uh, let's see. Well, I guess not really for the next couple of weeks, but like. October 20th, that week, we get, I don't know if you're actually excited for any of these, but we get Super Mario Wonder, which is awesome. Uh, I hope it's awesome. It's very different from the other entries in the game, but Is it turn-based? No. (laughs) And I'm happy about it. Uh, And then that same week, we get Sonic Superstars, I think is what it's called. It's the, the first kind of side-scrolling Sonic game in a very long time. I didn't hear about that one, huh? It, it looks like a lot of fun if you're into Sonic. Um, it's kind of like a modernized spin on the classic games. Mm-hmm. But for the first time ever, it's got four-player local multiplayer, like four players on the same screen at the same time. Ooh. Which, at the, at the speed of the Sonic games, I have a feeling is going to be very chaotic. But I'm really excited to see how it goes. The modern edit is just him doing the whip and nay nay. He's like, "Come on, kids, let's go to the skate <laughs> Come park, on, Tails. Let's do some cool let's tricks and do some nay-nay. legitness." <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so, and you're then hire us. Yeah, we'll do the voices. We're good at voice acting. Um, <laughs> and then the biggest thing from that whole week, Spider-Man Two comes out on the PS5 September 20th. Let's go. I'm so excited. You know how excited I am? How excited are you? I already took that weekend off of work. <laughs> <laughs> I literally wrote, I'm like put the hours in. I'm like, yeah, Spider-Man 2 comes out that day and I'm not working. 
I'm sitting in front of my TV and I'm playing Spider-Man all weekend and you can't stop me. <laughs> you just walk into your HR department and you grab your uh, HR. It's like, listen here, Greg, you're going to give me this time off because I'm not coming in. I will kill you for this time off. <laughs> Spider-Man 2 comes out. Yeah, you're not doing anything to stop me that weekend. Dude, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> it sucks, though, because there's already spoilers. Like, I, I don't know if Insomniac officially posted it or what happened, but apparently the um the achievement list for Got the leaks. game has been leaked. Aww. I don't know. Somebody said that I haven't looked into it because I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, somebody acted like Insomniac themselves posted it, which is crazy, if that's true. That'd be a really funny power move to release all of the... Easter eggs that all the gameplay the day before it releases. Like, oh, I'm yeah. so excited for this game. It's like, hey guys, here's a walkthrough of the entire game. And j- no, you can't skip it because of the YouTube ad <laughs> that we paid for. It's like, sorry, you thought we you could leak our game? No, we're going to leak our game so you don't have to. You try going to a different video. It's like, I'll skip this ad. And it just comes up with, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I. So apparently that that achievement list had some massive spoilers for stuff that's going to happen. So uh, I'm I'm avoiding everything like the plague. Um, that's what I feel like, especially with TikTok nowadays, where it's um, collaborated to you. Like I get so many spoilers for so for so many things that I'm interested in to the point where like now it's just I don't even care if things are spoiled for me because I'll just enjoy the yeah. ride of getting to that point. Right. And there's some things that, like, these days I just don't care about getting spoiled. Yeah. Like, a lot of the Disney Plus, Marvel, and Star Wars stuff that I know that I'm not going to have time to watch for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I really don't care. It is annoying because Disney Plus starts posting, like, three days after it comes out. <laughs> so if there's a big character reveal, they, they post about it. It's like, oh, well, that would have been nice to kind of keep secret for at least a week, but... Yeah. Oh well, I guess. Um, I I had the same problem because currently I I don't know if you ever heard of the uh, anime Castlevania, but I watched yeah. it when it first came out on Netflix, and so I have it on my TikTok where it comes up because there was a new one that just came out. I think it was this previous week, and I okay. keep seeing clips of what it is. I'm like. I haven't even opened Netflix. You're in like, like I haven't months. even had a chance. <laughs> it's like it's like I think it came out on like a Thursday or Wednesday, and then the next day it was like, hey, here's what happens to episode five. I'm like, oh. I haven't even gotten episode zero. Uh huh. That's so annoying. I yeah. hate that so much. Um, I don't enjoy and people the hell just of don't it. post proper spoiler warnings anymore. Which is so annoying. <laughs> they post. I had this. There's this one YouTube channel, not you, no YouTube TikTok channel that has um, spoilers for new like um, live action shows, and okay. he <laughs> he does it in a way that he has like everything. He says it so fast in the beginning, like you have like a millisecond to get away from it before he says something, <laughs> and then at the end of the video, he goes, "Oh, by the way, there's spoilers involved in this." It's like, yeah, uh. like he's it literally like um, if. Let's say Superman dies in this episode. He goes, Superman dies anyways. Welcome back. Spoilers, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it's like, no. That's wrong. I know. That's wrong. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I am kind of avoiding that. Uh, I don't. I really don't want it spoiled, but I guess it's not the end of the world if it is. Um, anyways, so there's that. The week after that, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie comes out, Ah. which I am like, oh, I'm not a huge Five Nights at Freddy's guy, but I was obviously back in the day when the games came out, Mm because I mean, that that was like our generation. I remember sitting around the lunch table in school when Five Nights at Freddy's 2 came out, (laughs) and my buddy Joe had it on his, downloaded on his phone, and we were all gathered around taking turns playing this game. Um... (laughs) Like it was, it was a big deal for our generation, and I guess for the generation kind of below us because it's still a big deal. But uh, like I remember sitting in class in ninth grade, reading about reading an article on the computers about how you know a rumored Five Nights at Freddy's movie was in development, and Jim Henson's Creature Shop was doing the animatronics. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it's one of those things that we've been waiting for for so long. And even though I'm not a diehard fan, I'm like, this is, it's finally happening. And I'm so I, excited. 
I find it really funny as well that the people that played the game are most likely scared of the game since obviously you played it when you were younger if you're our generation so they're gonna oh, go yeah. into a dark theater and watch this supposed horror movie with the theme that's been terrorizing you for like the last six or seven years yeah yeah it's <sighs> it's so i guess it's just exciting Oh no! It's like I, I don't. I don't care how bad the movie is because I'm sure it's not going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's just like the the premise of the thing. It's like it's actually happening, and that is amazing to see. Okay, so I'm excited about that. Week what after if- that, we have Comic Con. Weekend after that, we have Comic Con. <laughs> it's gonna be an it's gonna be an awesome couple of months. Yeah, I'm stoked. What if for the um, Finance Friday's movie, it's literally just gameplay, and like every audience member gets like take turns playing the game on just a movie theater <laughs> screen? I would love that. I would be totally okay with that. Have <laughs> would you? you? Okay. I yeah no. I would actually not not as a not as a replacement for the movie, but <laughs> that would be a fun thing to do. Um, have you played? I guess you you don't do a lot of VR, right? Uh, not really, no. No? Okay. Uh, there's Five Nights at Freddy's VR. I've seen um, that. It's awful. <sighs> like, I've, I've, I'm kind of acclimated to VR horror. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of it doesn't bother me anymore. But that's one that, like, I cannot play those games. Oh, really? Cause it's, because it's like, you know, it's just loud jump scares in your face. Mm-hmm. And, like, so that the, uh, there's one part in, I don't know, the second or third night in the first game when you hear, like, Foxy, that's all you hear is footsteps running down the, uh, the hallway next to you. And then all of a sudden, like, if you don't close that door in time, Foxy's there. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that the first time I played the VR one. <laughs> and so it was just like, I heard the footsteps of, what was that? What was that? Within three seconds, it's in your face screaming. That's the only time when I've, physically ripped a vr headset off of my head in in sheer terror um, i know exactly what you're talking about i don't know his name but there um uh is a guy that searches around tiktok and youtube he um plays horror games in vr and he speaks only spanish when he's in the games he speaks fluent english and fluent spanish but whenever he's scared he goes to spanish so you'll just see him there like like oh i'm having fun with the game he'll get like half jump scared and then immediately spanish like <laughs> like completely in spanish are you talking <laughs> about um oh what's his name eddie i think it is eddie i think it is eddie oh yeah, I, I think that's who you're talking because I've seen who you, I've seen those videos and it's so funny. I, he's like, as oh yeah, I love this. He flips into Spanish. It's so funny. I love the the one where uh, a baby. I think it was a baby gets thrown at him from like a dark hallway. Goes, this game isn't that bad. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. Yes. So I'm so excited for that. And they also announced. Uh, we we live in Michigan, so one of the big conventions. There's two big ones: Grand Rapids Comic Con and Motor City Comic Con. Yes. Um. They're they're both happening at the beginning of November. They just teased Grand Rapids just teased on their Instagram page that they're having a Five Nights at Freddy's cast. Shut uh, up. Kind of reunion at Grand Rapids Comic Con. Ooh. They haven't they haven't said who it is, so it could just be like the voice actors for the animatronics or the people who wore the suits or whatever. Or but like if, if it's Josh Hutcherson and like Matthew Lillard, that would be crazy for a convention of that size. That would be so cool. Oh, uh, so, on the topic of Grand Comic Con, before we get away from it, um, because we are we will both be going to both Motor City and Grand Rapids because I live in the middle of both of them. Uh, Riley here will be coming to stay with me for the week so we can do both. So if you guys have any ideas for in person episodes because we will be recording our faces for those let us know yeah. some ideas on what you want to see whether we do a game show whether we do um trying to laugh stuff like that just give us some ideas to see what you guys want to do for that yeah and i think we will probably record a few podcast episodes in advance for that just so we have the um j- just so we can uh kind of utilize that time to make stuff so we can get a yeah. few in-person podcast episodes so we can have better audio and video Mm -hmm. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's another thing that I'm super excited for as part of it. It's going to be such a good month. I'm so oh, excited. Well. Um, anyways, I think that concludes our small talk for the day, so let's get into our topic. 15 minutes of small talk. Yeah, hey, you know what? That's fine. Uh, we're going to talk about tech. Tech. Um, so I guess we can we can kind of take this in multiple directions, but I, I guess I'll kick it off with, I am a sucker for budget tech. Because budget <laughs> tech in the last couple of years has gotten so good, mm-hmm. where like you can buy a budget piece of technology and it's on par, if not better, than most actual name brands out there. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we TK and I were talking about this a little bit um, yesterday. Is like, especially like our monitors. We both have similar monitors. It's just like, what is it, Scepter? Yeah. It's just this like cheaper brand that you can buy on Amazon. But like, I've got one of the Scepter ultra wide two hundred hertz monitors, and it's awesome. He has money, like, money. <laughs> I have money, money, budget money. <laughs> I bought it on sale on Prime Day. I have budget, budget, money, money. <laughs> budget, budget, money, money. Is that what I said? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm a cheapskate when it comes to technology. Like, I am known to splurge a little bit too often on things for myself, but technology is one of those things where I just cheap out on, and it works. I am, I'm recording this on a $50 microphone. It's the Fifine AM8, and, like, this thing sounds awesome mm-hmm. for being $50. Yeah, seriously. The microphone I was using before this, um, it was, like, what's the... It's a weird name brand, Knee Weir or something. <laughs> no Weir? It, it was, like, the very cheap brand that used to be able to be bought on Amazon, Chinese brand. Mm-hmm. That thing sucks. <laughs> it's horrible, and it always has been, and it's tinny and echoey and has... It just sounds bad. Mm-hmm. What's crazy about that is, like, just I probably got that five or six years ago. That thing was, wow. like, the same price as the one I'm using now. And so it's crazy how cheap um, budget tech has gotten. Like, how, how I guess, how high quality it's gotten. Yeah. Like, the price goes down, and, like, this is... You know, a $50 microphone is totally different than a $50 microphone five years ago. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I love it because these big brands are getting actual competition. It's 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 more accessibility to people who can't afford stuff. Um, so yeah. this, this is kind of the thing where it's like, if you want to start a podcast, this is a $50 microphone. You can run Audacity on any you know, cheap computer that you can find. Like, it's... Stuff like this has become so accessible to kind of anybody who wants to get into it, and it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, now I don't uh, even want to talk about my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you have the good microphone. We're not going to talk about the price I paid for it, but... No, uh, it's fine. No, 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 no. Let's say it's $5. Yeah. <laughs> No, so if you don't mind me calling you out, I'm going to say the exact brand and model of microphone you use. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> DK is using the Shure SM7B, which is, like, industry standard for podcasting and streaming. Like, this is the microphone that everybody uses. Yeah. Uh, I do want to get one at some point. Honestly, um, it's it's almost not worth it, to be honest, because you need... Uh, not only do you need the microphone, but then you do need phantom power for it, and then you do need um, a cloud enhancer to make it work well. So if you're going for just, like, standardized microphones, you definitely want to just go for something like what Riley has. But if you want... if you, I would say if you're trying to do, like, music production or if you're trying to do voice acting, then you would want to go for this one just because it picks up very little... And you can control it a lot easier than you can with other things because there's a lot more aspects to it that you can control. But other than that, the only reason I say this, but the only reason I got it was because I want to record music eventually. And then I'll, along with that, it was on an insane deal during COVID. So what usually would have been like a 600, 700 combination between the microphone and the boom arm, it became like $300. So I was like, why not jump on the chance, right? 
Yeah, and that's a good price for that microphone. Oh, yeah. Um, I've, I, th I think you can get them, especially with a boom arm. Mm -hmm. Like, wow. Because I think it's like a $400 microphone to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a, And they do have a cheaper model now that's USB only. It doesn't have XLR input. Sure. That's SM7, another thing. right? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. I had that B, one originally. Oh, did you? It, yeah. That was the one I had before this because I originally... When I was looking into microphones and I saw that that one was like an option, or like I guess the one I have now is an option, I'm like, oh, cool. And then I saw there was a cheaper version. I was like, oh, okay, I'll go with that one. I'll get all the attachment for it for this one because it most likely works the same, but for like $200, $300 cheaper. And it worked perfectly well. The only reason I got rid of it was because I think, did, who did I give it to? I Oh, I gave it to um, our mutual friend, Julia. So, because she wanted to start out streaming, and I had this, I got this microphone, I had extra stuff, so I'm like, oh, I'll give you these supplies that I don't use anymore, so then you don't have to buy it. Yeah, which is really cool that you, uh, you like to share your old equipment, which I really appreciate. TK yeah. gave me a camera that he uh, used to use for his setup. Yeah. I haven't gotten it working just yet, but it's a really good camera for, um, for doing this, especially when I start recording maybe streaming my artwork like that's mm -hmm. going to be a huge huge asset so i cannot wait for the commission that you're going to give me i'm so excited for i know it. i've i've started sketching it out and kind of i have an, an idea in my mind of like the perspective i want to make it in in the shot so mm -hmm. i'm gonna get working on it um and i am excited <sighs> i'm so excited do you, you want to explain it to the viewers at home Absolutely. So um, I asked him to draw me with, I think it was four or five of my favorite Pokemon. So I told him to take any avenue that he wanted to to draw it. I just gave him the list of Pokemon. I don't. Did I give you a picture of myself for that or are you just freehanding it? No, uh, you didn't give me a picture, but I've got pictures. That's so. weird. Uh, <laughs> how many of them are me sleeping? <laughs> I've, got, I've got pictures. It's fine. Well, I, yeah, like three. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited to start that. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the thing is, uh, like what the cool thing about the microphone I'm using right now too is that it has XLR and USB. Yeah, outputs like you can choose, and they sound pretty similar. Mm -hmm. Like USB microphones used to be the cheap option. And you could tell a difference in the sound quality, and it wasn't that good. Mm -hmm. But, like, USB has gotten pretty good. And especially yeah. if you have, like, a preamp or just edit the audio afterwards um, with some bass boost or treble, whatever, uh, you can get them to sound pretty good. I'm using an XLR just because I bought the uh, <laughs> the same people who made the microphone made a, uh, what is it called? Um I guess kind of just a sound mixing interface. Um, like, what's that one? The sound, the the one expensive one that all the streamers use. Uh, Go XLR. Go XLR. Yes, it's like a very cheap budget version of that. But so I'm just using one of the old XLR cables from my old microphone to put into that. <laughs> um, and it's got like just mixing. It's got some filters built in. Soundboard. Soundboard. And it's got uh, a little input thing where I could plug in my phone and I could play my play like stuff from my phone and it would mix it into my mic feed. Mm -hmm. And it's got the gain uh, slider right on it so I can edit it on the fly. It's really cool. And I think that was like a $40 accessory, whereas the Go <sighs> XLR is like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I was like, add another zero to that. <laughs> You're kidding, you yeah. got it. <laughs> yeah, so... I'm a sucker for that budget tech, man. Um, yeah, anyways. I will say the best budget tech I've ever gotten, uh, I don't know if you know the company, but there, there are headphones called Gummy. When I, I heard of them. Before I had iPhone, I religiously got these headphones. Um, they, they discontinued this specific um, look of one, but it was... You know, like what the AirPod Pros look like now. How their design is like, um, the the butt is on one side of it, and then the base like pushes it in, so it covers your whole 
uh, this your whole ear hole as you put them yeah. in. Yeah, they yeah. had that design as them for like twelve dollars, and they lasted like maybe um, six to seven months for twelve dollars. Oh wow! And they had yeah, they had variety of colors like they had white, black, teal, purple, yellow. They they had variety, and so whenever I'd go for headphones before I had an iPhone, I would religiously get one of these. They were like they were bass boosted. They had the thing on them that you can pause and play. You can turn up and down the volume. It was yeah. awesome. But then they yeah, just well, continued it, that one. Oh, I know. I mean, at tw- at twelve bucks, like there's that's so like low risk yeah you just buy a new pair when it burns out or whatever but even still like two a year for 12 for 24 dollars in total that's insanely good like oh yeah there are some people i know that have like the original airpods or airpod pros that are buying them like once a year like that's crazy over a hundred bucks like yeah first of all you should not even take those out of your pocket if you're buying more than one of them here. <laughs> those should be like on a, a shoestring attached to your Batmobile belt every uh-huh. single day. And if that's if what I mean, not, if they're the not in your ear, casually lose those. Yeah, exactly. They're just like, oh, I lost my air my AirPods. I guess I have to get a new pair. It's which like, is, are you crazy? Which is even funnier because with Apple, you can paint them and see where they are. And I'm like, oh, just find them. Like. Ah, oh, that's too much work. I'm like, give me your phone right now. I'll find them for you. <laughs> I'll find them and keep them. Oh, my. The amount of times I found them when I used to work at a school, I would just find, like, I found whole cases of them. And like, I um, leave them in the maintenance closet for a couple weeks. No one claimed them. Mine. Yeah. I it's mean, like, it's, ah, it's easy money. It's insane. How people just throw that. Speaking of that, on that same line, we'll we'll get into the topic of like new technology. The new iPhone 15 came out. <laughs> don't I think even at the, at the end of last week. Oh my! Don't gosh. even don't even go there. All right, here's my Riley's horrendous hot take for the day. iPhone. I know is bad. I talked about this a little bit in one of the episodes that we recorded. I don't remember which. That's my hot take for the day. It's just simply two words: Apple sucks. <laughs> Apple sucks. This phone, like, there's so much. Have you seen, like, the stress tests that people have done? Yeah, I forget what this channel name was, but a guy who's done the stress test for with every iPhone said like, it broke immediately. Yeah, so he d- he does this uh, bend, bend test where he kind of pushes the middle of the phone up and does it. He does this to every new phone that comes out. Um, yeah. You know, he's one of those channels that does, like, scratching on the screen to see how scratch-resistant it is, uh, drop test, whatever. This phone, and I think he did it with the, whatever the highest, the Ultra? Yeah. Or the, whatever, I, I don't even know their, they've got so many different versions of each phone now. He did it with, like, the highest-end premium model, and that thing, like, crushed. Yeah. Snapped right in half. Like, that that's unacceptable. For a phone brand, do you as know, high quality as that is. You know why they did it, though, right? Why they made him so weak? Well, because, I, I mean, I don't know specifically, but I'm kind of going out on a limb here and saying, if you sit on that thing when it's in your back pocket, that's going to break and you're going to need a new phone. So that was the thing. They made it that way. According to um, producers and um, uh, all that stuff, they made it intentionally weaker to make it easier to to switch them out like the screens in the backing so they intentionally made them weaker so it's easy easier if they break to switch them oh i see which that doesn't really do anything because it broke immediately (laughs) is apple like uh what's the that's the term uh sucks i don't know they what greedy (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah um they uh they kind of make their phones and stuff, all their devices, so you can't fix them at home. Yeah. They design them so you have to take them to an Apple certified repair shop. Oh, I know the word. Assholes. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. <laughs> exactly that. It's so annoying. Because it's like, oh, yeah, you made the phone break easier so you can, re- you know, so you can fix it easier. But it's like, you can't fix it yourself. You still have to take it to them and they're going to charge you twice the price 
price to fix it. We made it easier if the break so that you can give us more money so we can fix it for you. It's so annoying. Uh, I have a buddy who works for FedEx, and he said he was shocked by the amount of iPhone 15s he had to ship that he mm-hmm. had to deliver to people's houses on that uh, on that release day. Like, I don't understand people who feel the need to upgrade their phone every time a new phone drops. Yeah. Like, I understand if you have problems with your phone and you have this thing and you need to fix it. But like what's what's the what's the appeal? Honestly. Like the difference between each model of new phone that's being made is minuscule. Yeah. It has slightly better processors that people aren't even gonna utilize. Or even it's, know that it's working. Right. It's got better cameras, which doesn't really matter unless you're a professional photographer. Which none of you are. Like Right. Um it's just insane. And now they're bragging about their gaming capabilities. They're like, oh, you can run Call of Duty Mobile at whatever frame rate this it runs so well. I'm like, I've been able to do that on my Android for four years. Like, they, they're bragging about stuff. And now they switch to USB-C. Oh. You know what the thing, the thing that sucks about that? I heard about that. Yeah, go ahead. They don't even, if you don't buy, like, the Ultra, whatever it's called, the Pro, I don't even know whatever mm-hmm. the top model is, you're getting a phone that has USB 2.0 in it, which was created in 2004. Oh, is that anything I was thinking of? And has been obsolete for what? That's the only thing I was thinking of. You haven't heard the worst part of this yet, then. Oh, no. Which, so, it doesn't really matter if you're not using it for data transfer. Yeah. The only real difference in 2.0 and 3.0 is the data transfer speeds, which most people won't use. So if it's for charging, it's fine. But still, why would you not integrate 3.0 into every model? I'm about to make you so much angrier. So with them switching to USB-C by law, right? They decided that they are going to make their own Apple USB-C. And if you don't use that one, your phone charges slower. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's so stupid. Because that's the thing is they claim that they only they change. Like they were like, oh, we were planning to switch to USB anyways. (laughs) <laughs> Which is not true. It was only because the, I think it was the European Union told them, yeah. unless you switch to USB-C, we're not going to let you sell your phones in our country. Yeah. So they claim it's like, oh, we were going to do it anyways. No, you weren't. I think they have to pay some environmental like recycling fee every year. Because that's the so. reason people switched to like universal USB-C was to reduce electronic recycling. Which is incredible. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And it makes perfect sense, but from what I understand, Apple's been paying a fee every single year, like a fine, because they don't adhere to this. So, like, they're like, oh, we were going to do it anyways. No, you weren't. Shut up, Apple. <laughs> nobody nobody trusts you. We know what you're doing. It's It just bugs me. Um, so, yeah, I, I will buy iPads for my artwork. Um, that's about the only Apple product I will ever buy. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just like even their PCs, like you're paying so much more for something that's pre-built, and that's fine. Like their stuff is great for editing. Yeah. But like I could build a full dedicated editing PC for half the price that I could buy a Mac Pro. Um, I feel I feel attacked because I have a MacBook. <laughs> well, and that's fine. <laughs> Especially if you said you want to get into music production, that's going to be great for that. Yeah. But for your standard stuff, like, I could buy a laptop that'll run it better for half the price. And, like, what really sucks about Apple is, like, um, let's let's say you have an Apple phone, and then you have, like, a normal, let's say, Dell computer. It's so much more difficult to get stuff from from the Dell computer to your phone and vice versa then it oh, would yeah. be to just because they may they actually make it more difficult like you have to go through more security which i guess is okay but they don't have any way for like you to bridge a connection as easy as if it was just like a samsung to a dell or like your desktop to something else it's they make it yeah. so absurdly difficult but then once you get 
another Apple product, it's like, oh yeah, you could honestly just tap it, or you can throw your phone in the sky and it'll automatically appear, or like you can just pick up huh. a pencil from the ground and then all of a sudden all your documents are transferred. Like yeah. it's it's so absurdly unnecessary to do well, all and that. It's for the price, that's the big thing that bothers me is the price. Yeah, it's like you're paying a premium for a device that's not premium. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I will say is Apple's security is pretty good, and their their interface is a lot more clean and easy to use than Samsung or a- other Android phones. Mm-hmm. So I understand why people buy iPhone just for like an easy to use out of the box product. Yeah, but like for the average consumer. I just don't understand the appeal to buying a phone that you're just not going to get a full usage out of, I guess. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I have a very, very tiny tangent about the iPhones. So I, um, (laughs) I had a friend of a friend who I was talking to recently. I won't, I won't say their name, but (laughs) we were talking like this. We're talking about iPhones. And they had mentioned that they went to, I think it was like a T-Mobile, and asked for a new iPhone. And they said because it was under $1,000, they wouldn't buy it because that's cheap. That's insane. Wait, yeah. they, hold on. They said that's $1,000 is cheap? They said that they won't buy an iPhone if it's under $1000 because that's too cheap for them and they're they're they know for a fact this is their words they know for a fact it will break if it's under $1000. Oh yeah. So, so they will not buy an iPhone unless they have to pay a grand or more. That's insane. Which is even yeah. funnier now because the the one that's a grand or more breaks the easiest. <laughs> right. Oh, it's so it's so frustrating. I I don't understand. I wasn't even going to, like, my phone, I had my last phone. It was a, it was a Samsung uh, Galaxy, I think it was a Note 10 Plus. I got that thing a few months after it came out on sale at Costco. Um, and that thing lasted me, like, I was having a few issues with it by the end, but, mm-hmm. like, hardly any. I could have kept using that thing for another two years, I think. Yeah. But a few months ago, I got a notice from Verizon that was like, oh, upgrade to the new S23 plus whatever and get it for like 300 bucks when you trade in your old phone. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, I was like, I, I think that would be worth it to me, mm-hmm. um, especially now that I'm starting to do more stuff with my artwork. I want to have a good camera to be able to do stuff directly from my phone. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I think that'd be worth it. And then I did my trade-in, and I guess my trade-in must have been in good enough condition where they're like, oh, it's f- fully covered. So I <laughs> technically got this phone upgrade for free, which was awesome. But that was a thing. I was like, I, I wouldn't have upgraded that phone for a long time because I didn't need to. That's the great thing about, like, Samsung, because you got a full trade-in. And then Apple has, like, GameStop energy trade-ins. Yeah. Yeah. Like, GameStop does take phones, by the way. We can give you a penny. In case you wanted to get even less than your phone provider would give you for it. I think GameStop would go lower than Apple, too. Like, at least, like, Apple would get a penny. GameStop was like, we'll give you a Starbucks gift card that we already used. (laughs) Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I don't like GameStop very much these days. It used to be so good because you, it as, a, yeah. as a kid, like $5 was $5, even though you traded out your whole collection of 10,000 games, you got $5. But nowadays, the adult, we're like, yeah, we're going to give you this brand new, still in the box PS5 that we haven't touched. Right, we just didn't want anymore. It's like, cool. How does 50 cents sound? Yeah, right. It, that's exactly how it is, too. Um, that's the thing about like that though is not only have online prices and online stores kind of put them out of business, but also there's been a rise of local game stores. Mm-hmm. Just like local people opening a game shop, and like they give you so much better trade-in value. Um, it, it's so sad. GameStop just can't compete anymore, which is crazy. Could they ever compete? 
I mean, at some point, because they were like for a long time, they were the only option. That's that's the like they didn't have to compete at that point. They were just the, the option people had, right? And so that's what I'm saying is now there's like local competition that GameStop just can't compete with. We had um, up where I live, one of we had two GameStops here. One of our GameStops was opened up right across the street from a local game store. Yep. And that GameStop went out of business. Oh, yeah. And now that, that local game store moved into right next to the old GameStop location. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's... Which I, I love that local businesses like that are putting out big... No disrespect to GameStop because the people who work there were fantastic. And, uh, unless you want to sponsor us. I really, you guys yeah, bad unless you want to sponsor us. I, I liked that location and I, I like the people who work there. But, like... yeah competing against the local place they just can't do it up here because nobody's going to take their games to GameStop and get less when they can walk over to the game store next door and get double the amount of trade and value all right i have a trademark idea for us all right ready let's hear it let's we, hear it around the country we find every GameStop we buy out the place exactly next door right we open up our own GameStop <laughs> called Game Go Game <laughs> <laughs> With every return that GameStop would give, we give everyone one dollar more. Okay. Yep. I'm here for it. We we win that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. There's no option, and all the games that we have, we price a dollar less than GameStop too. Value. And then, and then we really can't. They really can't compete. Yeah, that'd be funny. All right. Off of that, I want to go into. Gaming tech. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about your favorite gaming tech. Obviously, you're not that big of a console gamer. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Um, we used to play on PlayStation all the time. <laughs> Take back the days. Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I forgot about the Monopoly days. We used to play Monopoly until like 3 in the morning. It was and it even... was like... The most, the most fun but most miserable gaming experience you've ever had. <laughs> I know if you remember the last time you played it, but I, back then I also had a boom arm that I was using because I got it at a yard sale. So I had like a boom arm mic that I attached to my um, PS4. So while you guys were like probably sitting in a chair, leaning forward playing, I was like uh -huh. across my room, like <laughs> leaning back in a recliner with my boom arm, like, <laughs> like, like you guys are like suffering. I'm there like. You're just chilling. Margaritas. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, the good old days. Uh, Apex, late night Apex on the PS4. Good times. But yeah, so uh, TK's kind of switched primarily to PC gaming. I switch back and forth. Yeah. Um, there are some games. I'm a huge VR guy. And so for me, PlayStation is... An awesome option for that. Very high cost of entry. Um, mm -hmm. Like, yeah, the new PlayStation VR, it's such a cool piece of tech, and it's so advanced, so much more advanced than any other company is doing, but it's so expensive. <laughs> and so a lot of the games, like multiplayer stuff, there's just not people playing them. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, my PC is not good enough to... I had a laptop that could run VR okay, but my PC isn't quite there. But yeah, so tell us about your setup, TK. What kind of gaming peripherals do you use? Oh god, I gotta pull it up. So uh, I'm a, I'm a cheapskate, or I guess a sellout more or less. I <laughs> didn't build my PC from scratch like most people would. That's I okay. got it. I got it from iBuyPower, which actually, let, let me see how long ago I, holy crap, it's been three I, years now I've had Yeah, this that's thing. what you were saying. Because that's, um, I mean, that's a good option. Yeah. I would, Especially iBuyPower, they're... Yeah. Cheap. If anyone is planning on buying a PC, uh, 100%, I recommend iBuyPower. They had, um, for everything I'll... I'll list everything that all the specs I have, everything I got from it later. But three years ago, I paid $2,000 for everything. And like they had a warranty that was three years long where if anything on my PC broke full, like they'd replace the entire unit 
Yeah, that's crazy. Exactly. Really, really good deal. Um, I should have broke something that I could fix easily <laughs> to get it, but uh, I mean, right. but honestly, yeah, for everything I got for $2,000 and a three-year warranty, I've never been dissatisfied with everything I got. So really, let's go off with everything that I got. So first off, I got two monitors that... Um, well, the monitors came included. No, they like... Oh. They were included in the actual purchase of it, but I... I got two whole monitors f- for with all this deal, so they're gotcha. twenty four inch, um, nineteen twenty times ten eighty scepters, um, seventy five hertz. Uh, got that, and then for my actual PC, I have a um, Intel Core i seven ninety seven hundred K processor. I have thirty two gigabytes of memory. I have eight gigabytes video card. Uh, I have a six hundred watt power supply. I have a five hundred gigabyte uh, primary hard drive. They had like clean wiring. They have the um, RGB case lighting. Uh, I got a Wi-Fi adapter that was included in. They even have a function where you can like they put all the wiring in for you, make sure that it's clean and all that stuff for like. What well, was like ten dollars? So I got all of this for two thousand dollars, and not even including that, they had a deal where uh, they contacted you after, like, I think a week after the delivery date, and asking like, "Hey, everything working? All this good?" And if you said no for any of it, it's like, "Yeah, okay, send it back. We'll fix it." That's cool. And even then, like, um, for them to do it, they even like their tracking was very nice. They had it so you can see what part, what stage around at every point, because it's not just building it, shipping it, and then going. They build it. They then test it for two days, putting it through, like, its maximum to make sure it can reach that point. And then it led to, like, cool down for a day. Then they try it again to make sure that everything works to the highest standards of what you paid for. And only then will they send it out to you. Which, by the way, they initially said this would be, like, a three-week process. I got my PC in two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's what I mean. Everybody, like, that's what people, especially in the PC gaming community, they're, they're like, they look down on people who didn't bu- build their own PC. Oh, yeah. It's like, that's the problem. And that's why I'm so afraid to do it, is, like, any amount of static electricity that you build up while you're working. Yeah. Like, one touch of that is going to fry your motherboard. And that horrifies me. Uh-huh. So I, like, don't want to go any... TK feels like a sellout for buying his from iBuyPower. I bought... I bought mine on sale for like 800 bucks at Costco. <laughs> I bought my pre-built PC from Costco. You should not feel bad about buying one from them. Um but yeah, mine is my, mine's kind of a lower lower end. Um I think it's got like a 1660 Ti, which isn't mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. Um I think it's got an i7 32 gigs of RAM. Um I don't remember. Anyways, yeah, because I, I don't, PC wasn't my primary gaming setup for a while. I was on PS5 for a long time. Yeah. I bounce back and forth between the two now. But, I um, convinced him to join the dark side. <laughs> yeah, I'm fooling on the dark side. That's that's a warranty thing you were talking about, too, that I, I wanted to touch on. Because mm-hmm. um, I wanted to talk a little bit about refurbished stuff. Because oh, I've always yeah. been kind of afraid to buy refurbished technology, just because that's something that, like, uh, you know, is kind of a hit or miss with a lot yeah. of places. And then you buy a refurbished thing from somebody, and it's just, like, the dirtiest thing. you've. It looks like it's never been cleaned. <laughs> um, just gross. So it's always a hit or miss. But um, recently... So since since I know that in a month we're going to be doing stuff in person, um, mm-hmm. I bought this set of lav mics, which I'm actually using right now. It's like a backup recording thing. Um, it probably sounds awful because I keep hitting it when I move my hands. <laughs> but anyways, um, I bought this. It's a Hollyland Lark Max setup. It's like, I think its normal price is like 300 bucks. Ooh. But I found... Um, yeah, which is which is kind of high, but I figured if I was gonna buy them, I would go for something a little more premium. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because they're they're the the transmitters, 
like the the thing itself serves as a microphone, but you can also plug in an external lav mic and just use this as a transmitter. <laughs> um, and then you have the receiver. You can plug it straight into your phone. You can plug it into PC things, or you can record directly onto the microphone. Mm-hmm. It's got like eight gigs of internal storage, so you can record Ooh. a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of audio. So it's it's good to have, and it'll be useful. But that's the thing is. Obviously, it's an expensive piece of tech, but it was, if you buy it refurbished from, like, a certified refurbished place, certified by the company off of eBay, Mm -hmm. there was one selling, it was $50 cheaper, Hmm. and then, um, and it comes with, like, the original packaging and all the cables and stuff, everything, it looks brand new. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... It came, and eBay was running, like, 20% off of refurbished products. So Ooh. I got the initial price cut of 50 bucks plus 20% off of that. So I saved, like, 100 microphone, 100 bucks on this microphone just buying it refurbished. Damn. Um, and, and the best part about that, too, is there's... You were talking about warranties. There's a two-year warranty on it that covers anything. They'll either fix it or replace it or refund your money. For up to two years. That's Did you have to pay more... for that warranty? No, it was included. That's that's a, another great thing. Like people now, I think more companies now are starting to do that as well, where you don't have to pay for warranty. Yeah. What? Oh my god! It's well, that's so nice. Too. It's so nice because even like the refurbished warranty of two years, that's more than the manufacturer warranty. <laughs> they only have a one year warranty. So if I were to buy them new and they craft out after a year, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to do anything about it. But since I bought it refurbished, if it craps out after a year, I can like get them fully replaced. So it was like I'd be kind of stupid not to just get them refurbished, save that much money. They still work. I've run them through the test. They sound awesome. Yeah, and I saved. I got them for like more than a hundred bucks cheaper than what I would have bought them for for getting them brand new you wanted to hear an insane like comparison to all this yeah the warranty for all that we've listed for is like two times to three times the amount of warranty that i got for my first used car huh or like yeah, no, it's exactly. like 10 times because my i got my first car on carvana and they gave me a week as a warranty <laughs> oh boy yeah which at that point it was, it was lucky because at the, with that seven day warranty, if I I could like return the car and they wouldn't charge me anything for it, so it was nice. But at the same time, it's like you had seven days in comparison to having two to three years on right. headphones or a microphone in comparison to uh, a fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of difference there. I mean, you'd think that would. Uh... You'd think it'd be a little more than that. But. Can you imagine, like, the eighth day, like, all the brakes go out and you hit a tree? It's like, hey, all the brakes went out and goes, I'm sorry, you're one hour over. I can't, yeah, can't whoops, help you. Uh, we, we can't do anything about it. Sorry. <laughs> Oopsie poopsie. Huh. Yeah, so that's what I mean, is, like, if you're looking for an, a more expensive piece of tech, um, take a look at Refurbished. Yeah. I mean, especially with something like this, it has, like, 30-day free returns, full money back mm-hmm. on top of the two-year warranty. So, it's like, if you get it and it just doesn't work, send it back. Get a new yeah. one. Like, it's, especially with eBay stuff, it's such a low-risk thing that it's like, just save yourself the money and buy the cheaper one. Yeah. Most of the time, it's brand new and there was just, like, something... I don't know, some small defect somewhere that got buffed out or replaced or whatever. Like, I don't know. This is the first really refurbished piece of tech that I bought, and I kind of love it mm-hmm. <laughs> because I saved so much money, and now I have a massive warranty on it. It's awesome. I didn't mention the best part about these microphones. It's like it, the whole system is built into, like, an AirPods case. Not not the oh. size. It's, it's bigger, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's like you flip; it's like a big AirPod case. You flip it open; it's got your receiver and your two transmitters in there, mm-hmm. and it's got a big old LCD screen on the receiver that shows the battery level of everything. Mm-hmm. 
And so it just like char- it charges all your mics and stuff, so you're just ready to go, and then you just charge the case. Oh, that's incredible. It's good to go. It's so cool. I'm so excited to test them for actual like podcasting purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's good. It's gonna be really fun to. Are we gonna podcast at a Comic Con with those things? Dude, we totally could. We could do a vlog. Oh. And, and it's also got like, like you know how uh, your AirPods and whatnot have like noise canceling built in. So if yeah. you're on the phone, it kind of cuts it out. Mm-hmm. This has that built in too. It doesn't sound great, but <laughs> it sounds pretty good for being built into the thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to actually try them out for practical applications. I've just done little mic tests here and there. Mic check, mic check. Mic check, mic check, one, two. Um, yeah. What other, uh, kind of on the topic of gaming tech, is there, like, obscure tech that you like? Not necessarily that you use, but, like, you want or you've seen that you think is cool? Ooh. Uh, for gaming, not necessarily. I mean, I have something on that before I forget about the other thing, though. Definitely, I really want to try out a GoXLR and see how... Like, the functionality of it to see if it would be something that I want to use. I'm really excited to get, like, a soundboard one day so I can have all that stuff. But Yeah, th- th- that's the problem, though, is I think they just recently discontinued GoXLR and, like, the software side of it. Yeah, that's all I was like, oh. <laughs> so you can probably get them for cheaper now. But um, yeah. functionality as computers start updating, it's going to just slowly, probably quickly become outdated. Mm-hmm. But it would as, be fun to use it. Yeah. As for, like, an actual gaming thing, uh, I just recently got the PS5 controller with, like, the back bumpers. Oh, like the Pro. Holy crap. This is this is changing everything. Does it have, like, the swappable joysticks, too? Yeah. Oh. So, uh, for all of the people, wonderful people listening that don't know, I am a heavy Apex Legends gamer. It's my favorite game currently. I play it as much as possible. Uh, and I'm like, uh, I'm mouse and keyboard now. I have, I didn't play in a controller for three years. So recently with everything that went on with their championship league, seeing my favorite streamers play, I decided, you know what, let's try a controller and see if maybe I, maybe I was just a controller player, right? I have an Xbox controller that I used for when I played games that required controllers on stream, and Xbox controllers are just not for me. They don't fit my hand right. They've never felt good, and I was like, okay, I need a PS4, I need a PS4, or PS5 controller because I'm used to them. I've had a PS4, or PS5 my entire childhood. It's just natural. I got this one, which has the back bumpers on it, and it feels so comfortable. The button, the only problem I have with it is that you can't switch what the bumper's uh, macros are to, but even still, like, I got very lucky with having Apex as the game I'm playing that the bumpers are the perfect places for me to actually utilize them. But, oh. That's awesome. It's so nice. Dude, the, just the, even the normal, um, I think it's kind of like the same body as the normal uh, DualSense controller. It is, yeah. And I, I keep one of those on my desk at all times. I got the thing on me. It's such I got it on me. It's such a nice controller. Yeah. Especially I don't know if you if they've integrated it on PC yet, but the adaptive triggers. It's probably they're probably Ooh. not good for like your competitive usage. It would yeah. probably just get in the way. But for like playing stuff on the PS five, like Call of Duty and stuff, that's just so cool. This one and they too integrated is- Oh, go, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. I interrupted you. Sorry, I was just gonna say that they integrated the uh, adaptive triggers into the VR controllers for the PSVR. Oh, too. really? So, like, when you're pulling back a bow or shooting a gun, it's got like that resistance and that click. It's so cool. You're so much there. fun. <laughs> I I don't know why, but you saying that, I imagine like um, the controllers like vibrating and like in the VR, like you're about to hit a target and you whisper yourself, "I am Green Arrow." <laughs> I yeah, I've had those moments. They made a, a Horizon VR game. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, the the bow stuff is very heavy into that. That's it's so crazy. It's such a cool piece of equipment cuz it's got like it's got eyeball tracking. Oh, really? And so basically, it looks where you're looking and then it 
it has this thing called foveated rendering. Sorry, I'm totally geeking out right now. It's got foveated <laughs> rendering where, like, wherever you're looking, it'll render that little circle right where you're looking in, like, super, super high detail, and it'll kind of blur out the rest that's in your uh, peripheral vision. Mm-hmm. And so it increases the performance because it's not having to render the entire image at once. It renders super detailed what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. And then as your eyes move around, that placement obviously change. But you can't tell a difference. I wonder and it's how so that cool because f- it's such a big performance boost. I wonder how that would feel for people. Like, I'm the kind of person that I can't keep my eyes on one thing for too long. Like, mm-hmm. even, like, looking straight ahead, my eyes are circling. Like, if I'm, let's say I'm looking at a letter S, right? Like, I'm looking at right now. When I look yeah. at the S, my eyes just slowly start circling it. Like, I can obviously see the S, but I'm, my eyes just track it and start circling. I, I wonder yeah. how it would feel to, like, for people with ADHD that can't concentrate on one point for too long. Uh-huh. If, how would it feel to, like, just be able to, I guess it would probably be natural, seeing as it I mean, blurs out everything else. Right, that's what I mean. It's like does it so quickly, like it's got such a high refresh rate that I don't think you'd even notice, which is so cool. We'll have to. I'll let you try it though. I'll bring yeah. it, uh, and we'll we'll try it out because it's really cool. The hardware is there. Like this bitch won't stop moving his eyes. <laughs> it's like we can't even keep up with that. You got the <laughs> highest processor in a gaming console ever, and we still can't even keep up with that. Yeah, it, it's such it's such a cool cool piece of equipment and i love it and i don't use it enough because i i just don't have it set up properly but Mm -hmm. it's really cool and it runs all off of a usb-c and that's it oh really yeah it's it's so cool anyways um yeah what were you gonna say earlier oh i was gonna say the the controller i have for, it was a couple hundred bucks, but I got it on a deal because I got another controller with it for my little brother. Um, okay. So this one, it came with, obviously, uh, back buttons. It has buttons underneath both the Joy-Cons that are also macros. And then it has a switch for trigger resistance. So you can switch it from being heavy to medium to light. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that was a feature in it. I know. And you can switch Ooh. either either side to be whatever you want. So once I can be heavy, once I can be medium, once I like you you can pick and choose. That's so cool. And it came with a hard case that's like uh, let me grab it really quick and knock on it cuz this thing is sturdy. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, I've thought about use uh getting one of those controllers before, but I'm not a super competitive gamer. Mhm. So for me, it's just never been worth it. I've got like three of the regular DualSense controllers, and they work plenty fine for what I use it for. I don't know if the mic will pick it up, but I'm gonna knock on it so you get so everyone can hear how sturdy this thing is. Ready? Yeah. Yeah, I think Discord totally canceled it out, but I'm sure <laughs> your microphone picked up on it, so the the viewers will be able to hear it. Yeah, it picked up on my mic, but it is sturdy. It came with um, one of the pieces that you can lock your charger in place so it doesn't fall out. It came oh, with cool. four different um, Joy-Con covers, and then you can switch out the back bumpers between having sticks or having um, little small pieces. But yeah, it's incredible. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I... I... Yeah, I've thought about... So now... I'm not going to feel bad playing on controller when we're playing Apex and you're playing on keyboard. No, no, I, I never made feel you feel bad. bad. <laughs> no, no, you don't. But it's just funny because I'm always like, no, I have to prove that I'm a real gamer. I can play on mouse and keyboard, but I suck <laughs> at mouse and keyboard and I can't aim. That's what I felt when I started off because I used to play Overwatch when I first started playing on um, PC. And I, I, if anyone has ever switched from... PC or switch from PlayStation or Xbox to MNK, you know, it's so difficult. They don't tell you how extremely difficult it is to aim with your entire arm the first time you uh, try. And, and it changes from game to game too. Yeah, because like I can play like Team Fortress Two. It's obviously not a console game. I mean, it is. Uh, it was on PS3 and Xbox. Mm-hmm. But um. It's like one of those games where you have to play with mouse and keyboard. 
Yeah. And so that game, I can play just fine on that with mouse and keyboard. But switching to something like Apex that's a lot more fast-paced and a lot more in-your-face competitive, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> Too much pressure. <laughs> yeah. Me and Riley had a recording session for Apex that we did as a, <laughs> our trial. And the, one of the oh. first words out of his mouth were, Tristan, <laughs> Gary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knows if that'll see the light of day because my footage came out awful. <laughs> but uh, we have to I, really. I didn't, I didn't calibrate my OBS recording settings beforehand, so it's like the screen was like three total pixels. It's bad. It, it was it would, so. Funny. <laughs> it would be funny to throw up on the YouTube just kind of as a joke. The uh, idea that we had was that we, because we both record our own screens, we had an idea that we would use my screen, and then whenever. Uh, Riley would say something like, oh, look at this guy. We'd, like, cut to his recording. And be, we would you can't, be able to can't even see the guy. The guy's just one pixel on a screen. You see one black dot in, like, a 300 meters away in the game. You're like, what is uh -huh. that? It's like, that's a cheeseburger. It's like, how do you know that's a cheeseburger? <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to try to edit something together. So <laughs> keep an eye out on the TKR YouTube channel this week. We might have our first gameplay recording up. Yay. Uh, yeah. So I think on that note, we're probably going to start wrapping things up. We're already <laughs> over an hour into this. Um, TK, any final uh, final notes? Uh, I would just like, to, again, to give a whole lot of thank yous and appreciations to everyone that's been supported us so far and to people that gave us suggestions about how we can improve. We, we greatly appreciate it. We actually, when we were talking about yesterday, we had, I guess, was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. We had a, a whole discussion about how we can improve based off the reviews you got. So we very much appreciate it. And if you guys like to see anything new, please let us know. We're obviously we're just starting this out. We don't really yeah. know what we're doing other than we hit record. We talk for an hour and then we unhit record. So yeah, we hear we're, we hit we're figuring record. out as we go. So we've thank you guys so much for all of that you guys do for us. And we very much appreciate it. Yeah. So there's a little Q&A feedback bar underneath the uh, the Spotify thing. Or if you're on another platform like YouTube, feel free to leave a comment. Uh, DM us on Instagram. Whatever. Uh, if you have, especially now that we're doing topics every week, uh, if there's a topic you want to hear us talk about, or if there's something, some suggestion to fix the audio, whatever, whatever it is, we will, we will gladly take feedback. Uh, anything we can do to make this podcast better for the listeners we will gladly do so thank you thank you thank you for listening thank you for the feedback uh tune in next week where tk will be coming up with a topic and we'll discuss that one in depth we might cry it's okay oh well i don't know what topic he chose but now i'm kind of scared uh, <laughs> thank you for listening uh we'll see you next week peace out bye bye, bye.